the end of the school year is upon us finally, but it's not quite here yet. So in this video, we're going to talk about a couple of tips to help you make it all the way to the end of the school year, whether that is, you know, the end of May or June or July. I think we get out really early, which is glorious, but wherever you are in your, you know, getting to the end of the school year journey, these tips will help you to like as a teacher emotionally and physically handle making it all the way to the end. So without further ado, let's hop right on in. Number one is going to be something you're you're going to fight me over, but that is don't count down. At least don't count down too early. Here's the thing. If you start a countdown like way too early and you're already counting the days or the hours or the minutes, then you're going to feel very focused on getting to the last day. And yes, the last day is exciting. I love summer. I cannot wait until summer. However, we still have time between now and then. And if I am so focused on the end goal of the last day of school, then it's almost like you kind of miss everything in between. I have a friend, a teacher, a friend at school, and she says sometimes she'll be like, oh, I wish it was Friday. And then she'll even catch herself and she'll say, man, I wish I wasn't like wishing my life away. And that's literally what you're doing is wishing away the next, you know, month or a couple of weeks or two months or however much longer you have. So although it is tempting to like have a big, huge countdown and check on it every single day, try not to. Now that doesn't mean you can't know how many days are left in school. It doesn't mean that like you absolutely cannot have it, but just either don't focus on it a lot or don't count down too early. So I know in my head like vaguely how much we have left, but I'm still trying to think in terms of weeks. So I'm like, okay, we have about this many weeks and I'm not like stressing too much about it because you know, it just makes me feel like I can enjoy the now a little bit better. But it is nice every once in a while to be like, huh, I only have so many weeks to deal with this after today. Um, so don't count down or at least don't count down too early. It'll make you very focused on the end goal and then you won't get to enjoy all the fun things that come between now and then. Number two is a practical strategy and that is add more movement. Really, I mean with your kids, but I mean, I guess for you too. Now, as it gets to springtime and the kids start getting crazy and we have testing season and spring comes rain, all of these things mean the kids tend to be bonkers at the end of the school year and they just have so much energy. Get some of that energy out with movement. Now, I'm an elementary music teacher, so that's of course easy for me to say, but if you are an elementary music teacher, then add lots of movement to your classes. This is the time of year that we're using the parachutes. We're using the scarves we're doing the like really big fun dances and all of those things to make sure that we are getting all the way to the end if you're a classroom teacher put on go noodle put on oh my gosh third graders love um the like run activities there's that they like dodge all the things that looks like a video game so much fun um and we do body percussion move alongs with the older kids where it's just videos where it shows you like when to clap and when to pat your legs and like things like that. And the fifth graders even love those. So literally just search body percussion play along on YouTube and you'll find a bajillion of them. Um, just do things that incorporate movement so that your kids aren't sitting all day because they are bonkers and you can either embrace it or you can, you know, try to spend all day fussing at them. And frankly, I would rather embrace it. So find ways to incorporate more movement into your day for your kid's sake and yours. Number three is a tall order and that is make lessons fun, but also 
easy. <laughs> so what I mean by this is this is the time of year that I'm looking for activities that are fun and the kids enjoy them, but they're not a lot of work on my end, either because I've done them a million times or it's something I can prep and then I don't really have to do. So for example, today we were doing centers in fifth grade. And so I had half my fifth graders playing the ukulele. They had to like pick um, the chord they were going to play and they picked some rhythm cards and they made their own songs. The other half was playing my absolute favorite game ever, Kaboom, which is where you sit in a circle, you pull out a card, you read the rhythm on the card or solfege or vocabulary word or whatever. If you get it right, you keep it. If you get it wrong, you put it back in the cup. Then the next person goes, next person goes, next person goes. If you get a Kaboom, then you put all of your cards up. These are great, like easy activities that you can do at the end of the year that don't take a lot of pressure on you. Like I was mostly just like walking around making sure everyone was holding the ukulele right, honestly, but they're also really fun. Now, another way to do this is Google Slides. Google Slides are like my absolute favorite thing because you can like prep them and then you can leave them and you can add videos. You can add movement videos to your Google Slides. So I love to do like virtual field trips and things like that where it's all in one Google Slides file. Maybe I make it, maybe I buy it, but that way I just, I don't have to like think a lot during class. Does that make sense? Even, even if I still have to do all the things, if it's just in a slide deck, it feels easier. Um, that's really great. So like I'm thinking of my Nutcracker virtual field trip was like a lifesaver in December because all I had to do was slap it up on the screen and press play. And that was the end and it was glorious. And I really should have thought to make something like that for the summer, but I didn't. So there we are. Um, but alas, a couple of other activities that you can do that are going to be easy on your part, but also fun for the kids, um, would be matching games super easy, print and go. Um, group work, they love group work. Sometimes I'm just like, get in a group and make up a song. And that's it. Um, group games like Kaboom, again, Go Fish, um, Trouble Cliff Battlefish, Battlefish, Battleship, Trouble Cliff Battleship, there we go. Um, those things are fun. Book-based lessons, especially for the littles, I love doing a book-based lesson because then like it's based on a book. So you can read the book and then sometimes you get to read the book twice and you can like, you know, do all sorts of like fun things along with that. Um, research activities for the older kids, if you had devices, then you can have research activities where they have to like, you could do, um, a person and they have to find, you know, when they were born and when they died and all of the fun facts about their life and stuff like that. Um, and then color by note or color by code is like the best, the best, because then you can still practice things that you need to practice, but in a calm, quiet way that is really nice. We did this today. Actually, we took assessments in third grade and fourth grade. And then when they finished, I told them they could color. And so I gave them color by note. And so they had to color the picture by the um, patterns on the staff. And it was great. It was quiet. It was chill. I mean, granted today, no one was throwing crayons at each other, which isn't always the case, but you know, I will take whatever I can get. All right, number four is gonna be for my music teacher specifically, and that is teach about either instruments or form. Basically listening lessons is where it's at here at the end of the school year. The reason I say this is because, um, I don't know about you, but I spend most of my time really making sure that we're covering rhythm and melody. Like those are the two things we're really trying to hit and other things kind of fall to the wayside a little bit. So we might not super hit like form really, really well, or we may not super hit instruments in the orchestra really, really well. And so this is a good time to make sure that we're hitting those things. But also the end of the school year is when things happen like field trips, testing, 
um, field day and like lots of craziness is happening at this point of the year, which means that sometimes you're not gonna see all of your kids. So when you're not gonna see all your kids, you don't wanna do like big heavy content. And so doing things like instruments in the orchestra or form or dynamics, like those are things that the kids can pick up quickly if they miss a week and you can kind of add them in and they're not maybe as stressful as like learning a new rhythm or a new solfa or something like that because those take a lot of prep and a lot of practice, which is whereas when we listen to a song, I say, this is the A section. This is the B section and we can talk about how they sound different and it's just a lot easier. And there's a lot of ways you can incorporate movement into those lessons. If you're looking for help with that, I have some instruments of the orchestra lessons, so I will link some of those down below. We typically always do instruments of the orchestra at the end, although this year I did not plan well. And so fourth grade did two out of four. And I was like, we're not even worrying about it. We're not gonna worry about it. It's fine, it's fine. All right, number five is always, always, always have a backup plan. Now this is like my mantra across the board, which might be because I have some extra fun friends at my school. And so sometimes what I wanna do just doesn't work. Or other times they pull half of the kids for testing or they, um, you know, I'll have like crazy things happen at my school. No day is ever the same, ever. So I always have a backup plan, but especially at the end of the year, have a backup plan for when things aren't working out. So if they're coming and they are crazy, you're gonna need something to, for them to get those wiggles out, okay? So have a couple of things in the back of your head if you can be like, okay, we could do this or we could do that. You know, we could watch that go noodle or we could, you know, just have those things ready in your brain so that you're ready for when you need them. Or if you, you know, find that you have extra time at the end, okay, maybe we play a game instead of what we're gonna do. What game are you gonna play? Just have a couple of ideas in the background, a couple of good backup plans. Actually, I have a whole blog post about backup plans. I'll link that down below. But I typically have like a couple of books handy that are related to content so I can pull those out real quick. I like to have a video or two in mind. Sometimes I even put them in my Google Slides lessons just you know, as like an alternate um, so that if we need something like that, that it is there and available and ready to go. Um, songs or games that you do often that are not super hard, that are fun and the kids enjoy them, those would be great things as well. Um, just have something, even if you don't write it down, just have something in the back of your mind of like, we could do this if everything else is not working out because chances are other things are not gonna work out. All right, friends, those are my five tips to help you make it all the way to the end of the school year. I hope for your sake that that is not too long for now. I don't know exactly how much longer I have because again, not counting down, but I believe I'm down to like the rest of this week and then three full weeks. And then the last week the kids come for like two days. So I'm assuming that like none of them are gonna come. We shall see but I'm more concerned about when I get to stay home and sleep in. So that's like four more weeks. So almost there. Hopefully you are that close or closer. I know a lot of you go till June and if that's you, I'm sorry. And also I go back in July, so I really don't feel bad for you. Anyway, thank you guys so much for watching and I would love to know when your school gets out. So leave that down below in the comments along with any suggestions that you have to help us out. Thanks so much for watching, bye.